How's it going? How's it going? Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to the Dollar Hour, <laughs> the uh, debut. Hey, listen, this is Deontay Bird. I'm your uh, host for your show tonight. Uh, I know we're supposed to start at 8 o'clock. We had to get a couple things straightened out so we can give you guys a dynamic show. want to tell everybody I appreciate everybody's tuning in to our first show and everything. Got a great show planned tonight. Tonight, we're going to be talking about 10 things you need to ask yourself before you make somebody a business partner. So I think it's going to be pretty informative. And with this being the first show of... Uh, the dollar hour and everything. I've been real excited, man, because uh, uh, we shoot, stream this live off Mr. Short Dollar and uh, been super excited. The growth of the channel, the the feedback we've been getting, how the videos and everything been doing. So, you know, again, that's why I said I wasn't ready to just go and expand and take everything to another level and give you guys an hour show uh, with everything. Before we get started, I want to say what's up to my house producers, uh, DJ Lab and Slick316. What's going on? Now, what's happening with you, brother? Also got a special. <laughs> also got a special in studio guest, my junior, Mr. P.J. Burden, and everything. Just say hey, man. Hey. <laughs> hey. Right. <laughs> yeah. Boss just came in, chill, pop tonight, and everything. So, um, I'm super excited about everything. Again, I appreciate all you guys tuning in. Thanks for everybody who've been patiently waiting and everything. But we're here for you guys right now. You know, I'm doing this kind of like I do my other show and everything. Just give you guys a quick rehab of the previous week before we get started you know again we are still in the pandemic so i hope everybody's out there practicing social distancing washing your hands not being anybody's face when they're talking all the basic stuff you learned in pre-k you know so just kind of uh, implement that stuff in you know and everything uh, uh with uh the social distancing stuff just be safe out there and everything um the next thing is i want to just let everybody know and lab been asking about it I finished my first sales funnel. Uh, so, uh. I got my first sales funnel, and uh, we haven't went live with it. It's going to go live this week, but I just finished it, got that ready and stuff like that, so got that going, and uh, I'm super excited about pushing it out. So, I got my first piece of uh, um, uh, products and courses coming down the pipe, so be on the lookout for that. We're going to be pushing it on different channels between uh, Facebook and Instagram and everything, so if you haven't, make sure you subscribe to Mr. Short Dollar and also subscribe to Changing Lives. Well, you'll see all the information coming and everything. The courses are still coming. We have the rough draft for the courses coming out, but they'll be finalized for everybody to sign up for uh, in the near future and everything. So be on the lookout for that and everything. Also, don't forget, guys, I am still giving out a free advice session. I started back in April of this year, where, you know, when the pandemic first started, giving out free 10-minute consultations with um, uh, in regards to, you know, you may just hit me up, book an appointment, in regards to just you knowing anything about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship uh, i did do a rate change last week so the prices went up so take advantage um, of the free session we got and if you want if you have any issues with finding with the links to it at the bottom of all the videos on youtube you'll see the links for uh to book a free session i'm gonna do it just schedule uh, uh hit the link for that or you can go to my website uh, for my business majestic business services and the website is www.majesticbiz.com when you go to the website, just find uh, the link that says schedule appointment. You hit it. That's all the different uh, appointment types you can have. You see the big one that says free appointment. Uh, again, you book one of them free 10-minute sessions to get you locked in and take care of you. Again, as I uh, repeat again, all the links to uh, the Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the videos and all the business links on the, the bottom of the, uh, the YouTube page and everything. We also post them out on Facebook as well. So just, you know, you, you can get a uh, link up there. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel for Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. Also, go to my other page. You know, the same page is also on Facebook as well. Same thing with checking out my other page, uh, Mr. Short. I mean, uh, Changing Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden, where we talk about 
personal development, motivation, and professional development as well. That page is also on Facebook as well. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Deontay underscore 77. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Majestic Biz. Okay? So you have no way whatsoever to lose touch of your boy. You know? <laughs> hey, man, listen, I'm super excited about tonight's show. Again, tonight we'll be t- discussing 10 things you need to ask yourself before you make somebody a business partner. And, you know, what came to mind, you have a lot of people out here that uh, are ready to start businesses up. They're ready to bring family members or close friends in together to start a business up. And they really have no clue, number one, about business, but then also how to start something up with another person. Okay. Regardless of their relationship. Right. And so I just wanted to kind of go through the little checklist that I put out. Okay. That I created myself for people to use for themselves to say, okay, do, is this is this the, these are the questions I need to ask. Is it needed? Is it not needed? What I need to find out from them okay. to kind of help you make a decision on if this person is right for you or do you even need a partner at all? Okay. Okay. So, you know, um, when you when you think about it, a lot of times you see all the shows and stuff like that where different people uh, want to get started for starting the business up here all the time. Family members get together. You know, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna say this too before we get into this. A lot of people get together, they talk about starting a business up, and to be totally honest with you, most people don't really want to start a business. They just want a job. They're gonna pay them more money. <laughs> so, right. so it ain't that little brainstorming process about hey, we're gonna start a business up. You know, you get you know like-minded people, usually your close friends or your family. And you say, you know say hey, look, let's go on and start this business. Let's get everything together. And what happens is everybody comes to the table with a different skill set. Either you know you can cook, you know. You worked, you know, you worked on the register at McDonald's back in high school. Uh, your brother, you know, he, he mop flows pretty good. Mm-hmm. So we got everybody with a different thing they can bring to the table. We try to hopefully get this restaurant together. But what happens is nobody really got a solid skill set in regards to business operations or even how to even function with a partnership. And we see far too often too many relationships, be it friendships, business relationships, business relationships, things like that. Families, marriages, all kind of stuff goes south because people are not prepared or have any knowledge on how an actual partnership should sure work or even, you know, what a partnership is. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to kind of just, you know, have this show to kind of share light, to kind of go through that whole thought process in regards to because far too often I get calls all the time, you know, I'm looking at going to business with this person, what do you think? Or me and my buddy, or me and my sister, or my brother, wife, or we went get ready to do this business. And their the energy of the uh the thought or the dream of having a business supersedes any kind of logic in regards to how everybody really really need to be uh moving or anything like that so that's why i really you know want to have that show because especially right now everybody in the moment got a ppp or idol on <laughs> so everybody's ready to start a business up and do everything you no. know everybody got the llc's the <laughs> logos right Facebook page. I read in the paper the other day that uh, Georgia prosecuted seven or eight people for um, fraud on a PPP loan just recently for $4.1 million. Yeah, I seen that. You saw that? Yeah. <laughs> we just early in it. We didn't even hit the fall yet, man. With all that stuff come out. Yeah. <laughs> it's early. See, it's early. Yeah, it's early. Uh. It's going to be unique to see everything come out and everything. But, you know, I'm, I'm a little... I'm a big proponent of uh, people being happy, and I'm a big proponent of people want to go down the road of entrepreneurship. So in a way, I can help folks to do that stuff like that in regards to my knowledge, you know, being a, a yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, exactly, legally. Uh, we want to make sure people stay in compliance, but just, you know, as always, that's why we do these shows and everything, to put this information out to everybody. It's good for your information, and also if you want to go next level with it, we're there for you also and everything. But, um... Because you have too many people out here that want to do it and actually probably want to do it the right way, mm-hmm. but still just don't want to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, not want to do it. I'm sorry. Just don't know how to do it, rather. I apologize. Uh, now, if they want to pay for the game, that's a whole different thing. Right. That's a whole different subject. But, you know, I, I, I think we can say that a lot of people out there really just don't know how to do it. Right. So that's what, you know, the, uh, the motivation out of this show tonight. Again, tonight's show, we'll be discussing 10 things you might want to ask yourself before you make somebody your business partner. Again, this is Deontay Burden, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. Uh, and, uh, subscribe to it. Make sure you see the videos we got posted. Like like the videos. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit that bell. 
to get notifications anytime we load up videos. Also, go visit Mr. Short Dollar on uh, Facebook uh, under the same name, Mr. Short Dollar. Um, we cross promote and push the same information on both vehicles. But if you're mostly a YouTuber, you can get us here. If you're mostly on Facebook, you can get us there. And also, you can just catch me on uh, IG at Deontay underscore 77 or on Twitter at Majestic Biz. Okay? Here's the deal, guys. Let's go, we're going to go through the gamut. Ten things you need to ask yourself before making somebody your business partner. All these things that we're going to go through, the ten things we're going to go through, some may be applicable to you, some may not. Um, the thing of it is, is that what, we, what I want to have everybody just spur, you know, thinking. I want to create some kind of thing in your head where, like, okay, I'm not just going to rush into this because I trust this person. I know this person. It has nothing to do with trust or knowing somebody. We're not saying they're going to do something wrong. We're just saying things just might not be able to work out right. because it may not be a good fit or a good situation. Things don't always happen in a bad way because people have ill intentions. Mm -hmm. Things just go south because things just aren't really meant to be. Right. You know, sometimes you're forcing, you know, uh, a square peg in a round hole. Mm. It just ain't going to fit, right. you know, and everything. But you just got to, you know, be a little bit more cognizant that, hey, I need to be more proactive to be thinking about if this going to be a good situation for me. Okay. It's going to be a good situation for them. So that's why I want to create, you know, tonight's show. But we're starting everything. The first one we're going to go over is the first question you ask yourself, what do I need from a partner? What do I need from a partner? And um, when we think about that, when you say ideally what do I need for a partner, ideally your partner should bring to the table everything that you lack. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have somebody that, it's just like you and y'all cool and everything like that. Um, you may be extremely comfortable with them and feel good about a situation, but it may be not necessarily be a good fit. Right. Why? Because if y'all got similar skill sets, the thing that you guys are missing is still what? Missing. missing. You know, and that doesn't, you know, and, and you got to really be realistic about, you know, uh, you know, they work hard. They got this, that, and, you know, they, they you know, they're uh, an energetic person and we bring out this energy, but, you know, you work hard, and both, but both of y'all bad with money. Mm. Or nobody understand marketing. Mm. Or we both kind of lax when it comes to managing. And But we're still good people. Right. And that's why I kind of look at you. You kind of want to make sure that you get someone that isn't, uh, isn't you know, uh, too similar to you. Mm -hmm. And you got to ask yourself, what do I want bring? What do I want them to bring to the table? And you got to sit there and say, like, if. I'm one of, like myself. I'm a very, I'm, I'm former military. I'm super structured and everything like that. I don't have a creative bone in my body. Okay. So <laughs> I need to have a person that I deal with that kind of thinks like that. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, we can do this, we can do that. Okay, cool. Because that's not even going to come to my damn mind. Right. I'm thinking 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, that's where we need to be. Mm -hmm. Get the soldiers over here, move them over there, stack them. That's, <laughs> that's how my mind works. Right. But to sit here and say, yeah, man, we got some bright lights and do this and set balloons and stuff like that. Don't even run across my damn mind. <laughs> but I need those type of people, and I'm smart enough to understand what I don't have. And you, and it's kind of like when you're having a person where, just say you may be an introvert, but this person has, you know, they're an extrovert, and they can bring more people in. Mm -hmm. You know, you may have tons of cash. They don't, but they have this huge network that they can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And y'all can kind of work in, in regards to that. So, again, you need to kind of find not necessarily somebody just so much like you, but more so some where you can find some kind of seesaw balance. Right. Whereas, okay, I got this I'm bringing to the table, you know, and they have this. And when we start working together, we can kind of mesh those things out. So that's the key component. That number one thing is what do I need from a partner, okay? The second thing is what is your part? What is the potential your partner? What is your potential partner's financial situation? Mm. Very, 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 very mm. important, you know. You really got to know what the hell going on with them. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going through bankruptcy, they're going through divorce, they got bad credit, child support. You got to have an understanding of that, and they got to have the same kind of understanding with you. Um, you know, they what people get caught up with a lot of time is that they get, you know, uh, integrity confused with ability when it comes to finance stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't make them because they're bad because they got bad credit, they're a bad person. They still, you know, they still got issues coming to the table. Mm -hmm. It can be something that they created. It can be from uh, a bad deal, past marriage, you know, death or whatever. But you still got to know what's going on with them and everything. Because 
what you have to understand, well, you don't necessarily know what's going on with them with their money. Their current liabilities can seep over into y'all thing. Mm-hmm. And you sitting there like, man, we, you know, I ain't know that you had that stuff going on over your head and everything. Even if it's not taking, excuse me, the money, excuse me, per se, out of the business, it can be taking their, uh, their attention. Attention. From actually doing what you guys got because they stressing mm-hmm. about this debt that they got and everything like that. So you mm-hmm. got to actually understand, you know, their, their financial situation. You know, are you good or whatever? And if you aren't good, do you have control of the situation and everything? And a mm-hmm. lot of times people, you know, like I said, again, they get that integrity part. Now, they're a good guy. That, you know, sh- you know, she's pretty straight and everything. We work good together. But, again, like, you need to know what's going on with their money. Right. You know, and, again, it. Because it, it, it becomes y'all money very soon, right? Hey, we know that. Exactly. We know right. the old adage. Your business ain't that personal. And you got to sit here and just be uh, transparent like that. Mm-hmm. Because, again, you know, your losses are their losses. Your gains are their gains. True. And so you have to be on top of that. You gotta know your potential partners. You gotta know their uh, their financial situation. Mm-hmm. You gotta know their liabilities. You gotta know all that stuff that um is hanging over their head. You know, and once you know that kind of stuff, then you be like, okay, you can make your assessments and decisions from there. And I think a lot of times people really don't want to get into that. Well, you know, I just that's your personal business. No hell. And that and that doesn't really stop you from doing business with them because it, it may be something that they handle and they just, you just need to know exactly where they are in the process, right? Well, it teach you how to move. Right. It teach you how to move. It teach right. you how to move with everything and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. It doesn't mean we can't do business. You right. just know what's going on. Right. We got to have that level of transparency. Right. And at both sides. Right. And everything. Now, it ain't on you. You can say, listen, because I know when I do deals with people and I said, well, look, I just had my lawyer draft this up, you know, going to get it for a couple of days, hey, lawyer review it. And I had people, now nah, I trust you. Uh, no, no hell. <laughs> I'm giving it to you. Right. I'm telling you what I'm finna do. I'm finna have my attorney scrutinize it. Have yours. And if you do it, and I ain't got nothing to do with it. Right. My conscience is clicking. I told you. Exactly. And I'm gonna give you time to do it. Mm-hmm. Just like I asked for the same thing and stuff. You know, this ain't. You know, we ain't in the pilgrim days. Everybody think go off on a handshake. <laughs> you know. So, we, you know, we need to make sure. You know, we got all that stuff covered with that and everything. So. I think it's very important you know their financial situation, okay? Mm-hmm. The third thing is, and this is extremely important, guys, extremely important because this is what I think causes a lot, <laughs> a lot of uh, 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 stress with a lot of things is that you have to find out their expectations on the time involved, mm. okay? You know, you got to be straight up with a person. What's, what's going to be their level of commitment? Um, how much are they willing to, you know, you know, Give up. Because, you know, you got some people we call, quote, unquote, silent partners. I'm going to give you the cash. I don't want to deal with it. But you got some folks like, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to mm-hmm. do it. I mean, that's just walking cheerleaders, and they're ready to do it. But once you get out there grinding, let's take a break. Let's do this and everything. So you got to really have a good idea <coughs> of their level of commitment that they're going to be involved with everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just, you know, they're going to be willing to grind out, do everything, you know, stay up all night with you, answer the emails, phone calls. You know, do the extra stuff. Are they gonna be? You know, what what are they what are they looking to do with this right. and everything? You gotta find that out early. Yeah, but a lot of times you don't really find it out until you get deep into the process because they start out good and gun ho, and then towards the middle of the towards the middle of the process, mm-hmm. they drop off. Yeah. So those things sometimes that commitment thing starts out great, like everybody's committed. It's all. Everybody in it. Everybody in it. And then later on, year or two in the process, things are chugging along, not moving fast, but not moving slow. And they just start falling away. Slowly <laughs> but surely. Yeah. Especially, especially when money starts kind of slowing up and everything mm-hmm. like that. A lot of money's being made, but oh, yeah. you're still doing. Th- that happens a lot with the tax business. Oh, okay. When people making their money, that's cool. But when it hit like March or April, everybody kind of disappear. Mm-hmm. And I understand it's, the money's still the money, but... That whole energetic enthusiasm, it just ain't the same. It just ain't the same. And, and I think that's very important. You got to know their uh, their expectations, you know, with it, with it, with the time that they got to, you know, give out, you know, to everything. You got that, that time involved. If you're going to have to lose vacations, you know, you can tell, hey, significant other, look, I might have stayed late these right. nights. You ain't got to worry about them just tripping. But they, they're, they're, uh, the time that they got to give to it, you know, we, we're going to have to have some sleep these nights. We're going to have to do that kind of stuff. That time – the time involved is very, very crucial because especially when you're dealing with a startup 
or something early, it's going to be a lot of sacrifices of man hours and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, you know, what do you expect? We can't do this. Is not going to be nine to five, right? You know what I would tell you, folks. I work forty hours a week, so I mean, I work twenty hours a day, so I have to work forty hours a week, right? Yeah, twenty hours a week, so I have to work uh, twenty hours a day, so I have to work forty hours a week. And that's the kind of commitment you got to have. Right. That you can work that many hours in a day so you don't have to go in, whatever, uh, go into work. And it sounds crazy, but that's the kind of thought process you got to have. 20 hours a day so you're going to do 40 hours a week. So, and if. So let me ask you a question. Sure. As a business owner, uh-huh. professional, say I'm giving you a scenario. Say okay. me and you in business. We You talk to me about how much commitment I'm going to have. I tell you I'm 129% in. We go home. We going a year. And we we knocking stuff out. In that second year, I start falling off. How long do you give me to either come back to the table and talk about this, or you before you come to me and talk to me about it? What what problem? I and then and then when you come to me talk to me about it, it's a two part question. How do you come to me? Well, good question. What I will sit here and do to you, and uh, I want to jump the board for your question that you asked. We were talking about. The time involved, okay. The commitment, well, okay. go to number four, okay, okay. okay but 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 I think me, time is commitment no, too. I got you, I got okay, you, I got okay. you. But when we when we say when we're doing that, how far would you go along? I would go with it to the point where I feel like I can see a storm brewing. Okay, I would not, you know, because stuff happens. You know, even though we see and say we got to have a certain time level that we're willing to put in and have that commitment, but. You can't be panicky, panicky, because when you go through something, you want them to give you that same respect. Right. But when you see a storm brewing, like, hey, man, listen, in order for us to make sure this deal happen or make sure this stuff get done, we got to be in here five days a week. Mm-hmm. And you only in here three days a week. We're not going to make the deadline. I can see that coming up. Mm-hmm. And we potentially may have to work over on some days to catch up with you missing. If you see that kind of stuff is coming, then you will say it. And I think the best way to say it is just be honest with people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's worried the best for me. I think when you try to sugarcoat stuff and make stuff more light than what it is, people don't have the same sense of urgency mm-hmm. if you don't be straight up with them. You know, okay. say, hey, man, I know we need to get you, you know, get your stuff together. And if you don't be serious about it, oh, uh, yeah, I got you, man, got you. You know, but if you were very serious, let them know, man, you know, this is messed up. Mm-hmm. You know, we can sit here and lose everything, even though it hasn't really got to that point. But you see the potential for it if you're not making the same level of commitment to do that or, the, you know, the time is being put in, you can see it happen. So I think it's best just be honest with people to do it. They can take it like you're exaggerating or whatever or you're just going overboard. Take it that way. Okay. But you can actually not make a person move as fast by not being as serious as you should be. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, again, they may feel, okay, man, yeah, you know, okay, my bad. Now, ain't no damn my bad. Right. Now, we, I need you doing this, man. We okay. need to start now. Now, this ain't something you can start tomorrow. So, I think being straight up with folks and just having that. But like I said, when you see that storm brewing, mm-hmm. you know what's that? Again, this is uh, Mr. Short Dollar. Uh, tonight's show, we're talking about uh, 10 things you need to ask yourself before you make somebody a business partner. Make sure you go to uh, uh, the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. Also, check us out on Facebook under the same name. You can check me out on uh, uh, IG at Deontay underscore 77. Or follow us on Twitter at Majestic Biz. Tonight's show, again, we're discussing 10 things you need to ask yourself before you make somebody a business partner. Now we roll to number four. Okay. And that's my fault, being the author of everything. Number four and number three are a little close together. Okay. And uh, <laughs> number four, you're asking yourself, is their level of commitment to the business as strong as yours? You know? And... Kind of like what you alluded first, just like, you know, everybody start off exciting. Right. And we see it a lot. Right. Where we see uh, uh, maybe former classmates, or family, family members that get together, mm-hmm. and they start a business off, and everybody's cool. Everybody got the same T-shirts. You see everybody <laughs> smiling right, right, right. and doing all that kind of stuff and everything. Right. Yeah, everybody, you know, just all on it. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, different people interest wane for whatever reason and everything. And, uh a lot of times you got to make sure you're being straight up with folks in regards to, you know, hey, man, listen, I, I, I like it, but I don't love it. I did it because you wanted to do it or whatever and everything. And unfortunately, you may not necessarily get that from a person. Right. You know, if you're lucky, you can get it in anything. Uh, but a lot of times you're not going to get it. 
And what'll happen is you'll be sitting there chopping wood, trying to make everything happen. And you sit there looking like, hey, man, come on, man, we're running, man. You know, you know. I think back in the army with them company runs. You right. sit there jogging and seeing cadence. Look beside your partner here. He done went to a full stride walk. <laughs> what you doing, man? You out here damn running. Right. <laughs> and uh, they just enthusiasm ain't there. And what people don't understand, you have to get on top of that. Why? Because that can actually hurt the brand. Mm. If you got, you know, differences of, of energy mm-hmm. going into it. Yeah, you that's know, true. You know, somebody come in your shop and they see you like, oh, man, that dude, he, man, he is always happy, smiling, loves energy. His buddy in there, he don't speak. <laughs> he don't speak. nothing. And it's just a whole he different vibe. He change at me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And people don't even want to come in today. They see him. They see his car. Yeah, they be like, uh-uh. He ain't, uh-uh. Lab in there today. I'm going to wait for Poochie to come. <laughs> <laughs> that lab, he, 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 he something else. Hey, and, and you have to be really, really, really aware of that. Right. And so, again, we asking ourselves 10 questions you need to ask yourself before you make somebody a business partner. You know, you got to just think about it. They love a commitment going to be as strong as yours. Because right. a lot of people, when stuff isn't exciting as it once was, you know, just like in relationships, you know, put on a little weight. He don't say here, he don't shave no more. <laughs> you know, he don't do this and do that. Oh, Lord. Tell me how cute I look. Oh, <laughs> man, man. And, and, and things change. Entry level change. And, and people just kind of, their enthusiasm wane. And you just like, and the performance of everything goes along with it. So you really need to ask yourself, is their uh, commitment to the business as strong as yours? Number five. Is there something in your potential partner's family life that might make the business sec- uh, secondary interest? This is very, very, very important. And a lot of times people, again, we're going back to earlier, you know, say, okay, that's their personal business and all that. But, w- you know, we start talking about a partnership. Hell, that's personal too. I'm pretty sure your wallet and your purse, your pocketbook is very personal. <laughs> and you got to understand, like, somebody may have a pregnant wife, uh, uh, a parent or son dealing with dementia, you know, a kid that's being unruly at school. Well, I'm just thinking about common things that a lot of people go through that they really can't, you know, the business and all that stuff ain't no damn priority to them no more. Right. You know? Right. Now, you still all the way in it. But they worried about, I got to take care of this stuff with, with, with my family. And you got to know what the hell going on with their family situation. Mm-hmm. You got to know. And you do not, do not, do not feel that you will be intruding or infringing trying to find out. Right. You need to know. You mm-hmm. need to know. And if they tell you, nah, that's my personal business, I got it, BS, oh, hell no, 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 no. <laughs> because, again, that you do not want to get yourself in a situation where you don't put your neck out all that far. Mm-hmm. And now, okay, man, my wife tripping, man. I can't be sitting out here working all day night. I got to call him my wife's voice. And everything. And it happens. Right. It happens. And, you know, same thing, you know, like. Wife going to be wanting that Tiffany, though, when the money start rolling. Hey, man, I, I, I understand <laughs> it. Wife going to be wanting that Gucci and Louis Vuitton when the money yeah. start rolling. And she needs to sacrifice now to celebrate later. Hey, hey. <laughs> but the flip side of it, it sounds good. Right. But, you know, you know, two young ladies, they homegirls, they got their little retail boutique going. Mm-hmm. And then one of them, like, you know, well, my man is tripping. He keep blowing my phone up, asking where I'm at. And all that kind of stuff. Got to come home, cook. I mean, you got to know that kind of stuff. Right. If they got this jealous person in their life, if they got, like I say, a sick family member and all this other kind of stuff that can actually be pushing on their mind, again, you're not trying to say that's not important, mm-hmm. but can you handle what we got going on? And a lot of folk can't. And, you, and at the end of the day, if you out there trying to do your thing, you're like, oh, man, look. you know, And, and, that, and now we got issues. Why? Because we made that commitment to work together, but now right. – this is not a true partnership. It's just we got legally a partnership on paper, but what's physically happening is one person working, the other one just, you know, he's somewhere else. Right. You know? And you got to actually understand that. That's why I say, you know, find out what the hell going on with a family life, what's happening, and do not, do not whatsoever feel like you, you know, you're getting too personal and friends on that, especially mm-hmm. when you're trying to go down this road. Right. Because this dynamic and stuff like this is totally different. So you got to know what's going on. And everything, you know, so you, 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 you have to. I think a lot of times people get caught up with that. You know, they don't want to infringe or feel like they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of it, they feel like they don't want to relinquish, uh, uh, relinquish that kind of information to somebody. Right. But no, 
that's not that that's not fair. Okay. That's not fair because you putting that out there like look, we working together. And everything you don't have to go into the nitty gritty, you know, details of actually what's going on in somebody's family life, but you do have to know what's going on. Because again, these are things you need to know before you make somebody a partner. These excuse me, these are not things you need to know while you're their partner. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know? <laughs> You don't want to know she snore like that before you marry. <laughs> I was gonna say these life lessons too. Ain't yeah, you? <laughs> man, I knew I should have moved in with a little bit further. Right, should have kicked them tires underwear, first. Yeah, underwear all on the floor. <laughs> man, dang, man. Yeah, you know, I, ladies like he always his toilet seat up, you know, and all that kind of stuff. You know, these are the kind of things you need to know before then. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing the part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So the, you know, just. There's, there's, I, I can't stress that enough. You better find out before then. Be very, very, very proactive to find all the information you can before then about their family situation, okay? Okay. This is a very, very good point right here. This is number six. How would they handle a tough situation? Mm-hmm. How would they handle a tough situation? You know, you really want to know how a person going to react when they got their back against the wall and everything stressed out and everything like that. Do you? You got a soldier with you, you know, and anything. Are they going to sit there fighting or are they going to just quit, run, leave you hanging? Mm-hmm. That's one of the things we always talk about in the Army. You know, I, I love to have that joke in the foxhole with me, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. We're going to sit here, here battle it out and shoot. Right. Or oh, this joker going to get behind me, all five foot five of me, and he's six four, <laughs> asking me to protect him. Right. And I'm trying to bust with my M16. No, we don't need that. And you got to just see how they're going to do when, when you get them tough situations. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we, we uh, you know, vendors are paying us uh, uh, late. We got to sit here and make ends meet. You know, we may got to pawn this and do that kind of stuff. What are they going to do? Are they going to run off on you? They're going to sit there and whine and complain and, you know, fuss and cry and all that kind of stuff. But they're going to be like, look, I'm stressing, you stressing. Bro, they're going to work it out. Mm-hmm. You got to see what kind of dog you got. You know, and I know it's a lot of times I've been in them situations with people that, you know, once everything, those screws got tightened and things got rough, you're like, man, what going on? Mm-hmm. And I seen, and it, it, you know, it's funny, even when you look at from a gender standpoint, I see more females be, uh, I'm on there. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just finicky panting or, <laughs> pan- or panicking. <laughs> yes. What we going to do, man? Shut up. Guys have more stress on them. They yeah. got the, they got yeah. the woman and the family to oh to and you as the partner on their back, whereas the woman just got you on there. Nah, nah, because the, the husband don't give the woman the pressure like the woman get the, the husband the pressure. You know, you know I tell you. But anyway, laugh. You going on another show? Man. I know, right? That's a, that's a, that's a changing live show. It all coincides yeah, yeah. though. But it all know, co- it's all it's funny how business and family life and relationships and all that stuff intertwines together there's really no separation of the two it's really not but anyway c- keep going no you know you, you know but 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 even to that point just knowing okay what kind of person is it is mm-hmm. regardless of you know who has to deal with the most or who got the least how they handle it right and that's the kind of thing you have to know because Pressure when you get them kind of, when you get in them kind of situations and you just you sitting there like man we going into the abyss and I know if we f- stay focused, we can make it out of this. Mm-hmm. But if you're dealing with somebody that can't handle that kind of stuff and scared to go behind them closed doors and don't know what's behind there or scared to move when all the lights out, man, you're in for a rough treat. You're right. in for a rough one, man. And you got to uh, 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 sit there knowing your heart that that person can do it. And the but best advice I can give to anybody is for you to try to find out, just watch them from the sidelines. Mm-hmm. See how they kind of navigate and move, you know, when the situation's there. Kind of throw a couple questions at them, you know, you know, just man, listen, man, I don't necessarily know if we're gonna, you know, maybe our money for first, you know, you know, a couple of years we might have to do this, do that, you know, just kind of throw some stuff out. They like, shh, I ain't dealing with it, right? Or and, you know, watch what they do in certain situations prior to, mm-hmm. you know, stressful things go and you know, everything because a lot of times people go through stuff. We're we're very comforting, hey, bro, be all right, you know, hey, you know. Girl, don't worry about it. Pray on it, this, that, and that. And you're being a comforter, but you also can watch and see how they handle turmoil, how they handle stress and everything. Some folks just lay on their back and look at the ceiling all day. (laughs) 
You know, some folks just sit there and they sit there cry, blaming on other people. And you got some people just say, look, man, they feel bad, roll up, and man, it's going to get stuff straightened out. So you have to, you know, try to do your due diligence as that person that's probably going to have a prospective partner to kind of be watching to see how they are. Yeah. Look how I they see are. me. Mm-hmm. I know me. Under pressure, I'm a little, hey, I'm a little slack at the beginning. I, man, I. I feel the pressure at the beginning. Like, I really do feel the pressure at the beginning. So, I know this. I'm going to tell you, look, man, the pressure come first couple of days, I'm no good for you. Mm-hmm. So let me get myself, let me lick my wounds, get myself together, and let's try to figure this out on day three. <laughs> day one and two, mm-mm, ain't no good. <laughs> well, well, even to that point, I think we all had a little moment. We all react and do certain things in different ways and stuff. You didn't say you're not going right. to re- respond. I, I, may, I have to take them a couple of days to figure out what's going to be the next move. Yeah. And I'm not going to figure it out the first day. Yeah. I'm not going to be the person that's going to sit down next to you and say, hey, Pussy, this is what we need to do. This I got to sit back and actually see the tunnel in order to figure out how to get through it. Yeah. And, 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 and the funny part about that is, is going back to it, if I'm the person looking for, for a potential partner, that's that one the ball in my court. Do right. I need somebody that's quickly going to respond? Am I do I am I okay with somebody that may need a couple of days? Mm-hmm. Am I okay with a person that may need a couple of weeks? Am I okay with a person that just can't handle it? Right. So that's the thing about it. But that's why I say you gotta actually know how to handle tough situations. Mm-hmm. Now, because again, we go back to that seesaw. If you're a quick reactor and you do it, that may not necessarily be a big thing to you. Mm-hmm. But if you like, look, man, I need somebody to help share this stress and help share these you know bad situations with me. That's your barometer to sit here and say, well, look, they. They're not going to be able to pick up what I'm missing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So those are the kind of things we got to look at. How did that person have a tough situation? That was uh, number six. Then we go to number seven. You know, and this is, <laughs> I think this is one thing that people just forget. really totally damn forget. <laughs> yeah, that's one. What question you got for me? Right. You know, you want to know exactly, you know, just like you want to gather information and, and, and intel on a potential partner and everything. You want to see what the hell they want to know about you. Right. I had the most damn comfortable when people tell me, I trust you. Mm. You don't want no nothing. Because so now, who else you going to trust like yeah, that? Yeah, because now I'm feeling some type of way. You know, <laughs> damn. See, what people have to understand is coming from, you know, as you're the person that's kind of thinking about somebody being a potential partner. There's nothing wrong with skepticism. There's nothing wrong with people sitting there scrutinizing you and this, that, and that. That just means what? They're thinking. Right. And you want a person that's actually doing business with you to sit there and you say, okay, cool. They actually, just like you, they you got a brain, they got a brain. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with a person being skeptical. Like, hey, man, you making that kind of money? You doing that kind of stuff for real? Mm-hmm. Boy, I heard about you, but, you know, tell me how you did that and stuff like that. Because I thought about it and I tried to do it before. I couldn't do it. And you're like, man, I got a secret sauce, you know, right. this, that, and that. And y'all had that kind of dialogue. But... You got to kind of just put it out there, man. What you want to know from me? How you do this? How can be prepared for them kind of uh, those questions be asked from you and everything? And uh, because what you don't want to have happen on both sides, any damn surprises. Mm-hmm. Man, I know you had a baby mama. Man, I ain't know you had this. I didn't know you had it. And you're sitting there like, man, go on, man. You ain't telling me about you owed all this money in back taxes and they done put a seizure on all kind of stuff and everything. <laughs> you know? But those are the kind of questions everybody got to sit here and be on board with. Right. Man, what you want to know from me? So I can be transparent with you, let you know what, what's going on. And uh, uh, and be cool with both ways. Mm-hmm. You know, don't sit here and try to get, you know, again, you, these are the 10 questions you're supposed to ask yourself before you do it. But, hey, spin it around. Right. You know, because, again, you feel pretty good knowing, okay, I'm dealing with somebody from a partnership standpoint that, okay, they – they thinking like I'm thinking. You mean how long you been doing this? How whatever, and be be, be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like I say, it's nothing wrong with people's uh, people getting their feelings. Because again, it's easy for you to sit here and ask, you know, these ten questions. <laughs> Can you handle the same one being asked to you? Right. And everything. And I do think it's a good thing that you got a potential partner that want to know. Hey, this is what they getting into. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And you kind of feel like okay, they got something to protect or something to take care of as well right. instead of just being one sided. What you can get out of the situation, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? I get, I get that. Yeah, so that's you know, you know, be be prepared, throw it in, hey man. What you want to know from me? Mm-hmm. And everything, y'all had that kind of situation. Don't be so much of your people, you know everything. Yeah, 
Black Men United BMU. I don't know if my brother Chris or Willie and they said people getting their feelings real fast, extremely fast. <laughs> and, and, and like I said, and, and that's a very good barometer. Right. Am I dealing with somebody that's just going to be this sensitive every time I say something to them? And, you know, I know I can be very, you know, got my son here. I know I can be kind of rough around the edges. And that me being <laughs> former military and uh, uh, what happened to Chris? Maybe want to give him any Chris. But you know, but to that point, I think with any one of my children, they'll say I'm hard, but I'm fair. Okay. I think any one of my sons will say that. They'll say whatever. He's just joking. But but I will say this: even with being hard like that, uh, you know, you know, I'm, I'm military, so I mean, it's ingrained in me to be extremely honest. Right. He, he has a ROTC scholarship. He'll money. Hey, I like to see how he is this time next year. Oh, he's gonna be different. Oh, uh, I, I like to see how he, he, extremely. So, you know, in the military, we don't tell you it's okay. We don't tell you, you know, you know, it'll be all right. We tell you it's effed up. Right. We tell you it's effed, <laughs> the hell up. No, that's effed up, and it ain't no. You can be sitting there. Well, what do you think? No, man, it's effed up. Oh. Now, half a second after they tell you it's effed up, they help you fix it. Right. Right. They don't leave you hanging. But they're gonna be very brutally honest with you, okay. and that's how I am. Okay. Like, no, nah, man, no, nah, it's effed up, man. No, no, you don't think like no, no, no. Uh, I'm gonna be straight up with you, right? And everything. But anybody know me? Half a second after I say that, let me show you how I do this. Mm-hmm. And go and get it squared away, mm-hmm. and everything like that. And everybody can't handle that. Okay. Everybody can't handle that in terms of like, hey, this, that, and that, because it's not uh, meanness or whatever. It's just brutal honesty. The honesty. And everything and stuff like that, but you know, a person care because they telling you they're gonna help you with it. Mm-hmm. Again, this is uh, uh, the dollar Mr. hour. Short, the dollar hour. God, I'm about to <laughs> the dollar show. hour on Mr. Short Dollar YouTube. Yeah, the day the debut <laughs> dollar hour, right. the debut dollar hour. And I man, I've been having a great time so far. I hope you guys are too. Make sure if you are watching us on the different platforms, be it Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, you know, you chiming in with the chat, you know, and everything like that. You know, if you got any questions and everything like that, I see. Somebody that's already in the studio tuning in. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, if you got any questions, anything, make sure you're doing it. If you're uh, on the YouTube channel, make sure you like the uh, the video on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Same thing. with uh, If you're looking at us on Facebook, like the video, leave comments and everything. Um, on Mr. Short Dollar, we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. And with a dollar, I watch, like I said again, we've been growing the channel. I want to be able to provide you guys just like I do on Changing Lives, which is my other YouTube channel. And now we talk about different things that dealing with business and finances and stuff like that. Uh, I haven't talked with Lab, but it ran across my mind, man, maybe every other week we rotate yeah, with yeah. the shows I and everything like that, that <laughs> and everything. So, you know, but I love what I do as far as helping people, giving out free information to you guys and stuff like that. And uh, so, you know, just please, please take advantage of it. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur, accounted by profession, and I got a lot of wealth of information that I've been blessed with to attain, and I try to do my best to share with people, you know, and everything. Because when I charge you, I charge you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I'm Mr. Helping Man, but I ain't Mr. Cheap Man. <laughs> so, you know, please take advantage of it, you know, in any uh, way that you can, okay? Again, tonight's show, we'll talk about 10 questions you need to ask yourself before you make somebody a business partner. And now we move down to number eight, okay? This is where things get very very funny with number eight you know because people can feel some type of way when we start doing it and everything and stuff like that what's going on um are you willing to put it in writing mm. are you willing to put it in writing i tell people all the time contracts save friendships and relationships man you know me we've been knowing each other since down here well i gotta put that in right man come on bro We've been we've been growing. We didn't grow up in the same neighborhood. Went to the same schools. Dated the same girls. You want me to put something right? Hey, right from the west side, from Simpson. No. Hey, well we know though we can't confuse what we got wrote down. Right. Ain't nothing to argue about it. We already got. Ain't nothing to argue about it. We got it wrote down. Right. And everything. Are you cool with it? Cool. Because at that point we all can, you know. Before we done sit there and put our John Hancock on the contract, we can sit here and scrutinize it, debate it, and everything like that. But once it's on paper, there is no debate. Right. That's what's going on right there. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you may not like it or whatever, this, that, and that, 
athlete maybe not necessarily working your benefit, but it's what we agreed on. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the kind of thing that that keeps friendships. Okay, that keeps people you know in check, keep people on the carpet, right on their square to say, okay, look, man, that's the rule. Mm-hmm. That's what I agreed to, and everything. And I think that's one of the things when you talk to a person, you wouldn't. I don't want to do no contract. People call. I remember, you know, I I have a, a property manager now, but I remember, you know, back in the days, renting rental properties. I don't want to do no lease. I just want to give you some money. Oh hell no! Right. It's gonna cost me more money to get you out right, right. than this little buck of money you want to just throw at me to get in. Right. You know why wouldn't you want to do that? Why we got to go through the? Well, why I want to do no credit check? I don't want to do all that and nothing that. Why wouldn't you? Right. You know and everything. You know wow, we ain't got to go through all this. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And, and, and you know, we, we ain't tripping on it. Right. Look how many people, you know, we start looking at some of the older movies. Uh, well, not older movies, movies dealing with, you know, uh, 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 past entertainers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. How people got swindled and bamboozled. Out of their money. You know, out of their money. Because some of them didn't even have damn contracts. Right. And everything. You know, uh, I think about Cadillac Rockers. Old Muddy Waters yeah. had. Hey boss, you think I can uh, get another car? Yeah. Hey boss, you think I can uh, get another house? Right. And this man doing all the performing. And making millions. Making millions. You got to go to him and ask for some of your money that you done made. <laughs> hey boss. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no damn tattoo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, man. Man, I'm sorry. Let me get out there. But sometimes you just be so, people will be so, uh, hyped up to be part of something or feel like you know get it you know you said that i remember uh well they did a documentary on you know the rapper mike jones Mm -hmm. and uh they said they was just getting with the ice age Mm -hmm. and everything because you know a lot of my buddies still live in houston sometimes they get the guys a chain Mm. that was the contract get you a chain yeah and that was it and everything so now you're part of the ice age family (laughs) shit no residuals no, this, that, and that, right. and everything. Just you got a chain, right? And the chain is guaranteed to get you in the clubs, get you a couple, you know, girls or whatever, right. and everything like that. But no royalties, no publishing, none of that kind of stuff, and everything. No tour no. money. No, hell no, 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 no. <laughs> got you. Money made a tour. We, we got you in VIP, and everything. But that's the thing. We gotta have, you know, make sure that they're willing to do it in writing because, again, it keeps everything confusion down. Like I say, contracts keep friendships. Contracts keep friendships, man. Now, if things go south and you don't want to push the contract or push it, like, man, I let it go, whatever, that's on you. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know you got some kind of recourse mm-hmm. to say, hey, this whatever. So you need to just ask them, man, you, you willing to put everything we're talking about in writing mm. and see how they feel about that, you know. You don't, you don't know how it's going to go. Right. But it's definitely a question that you need to seriously make sure you ask that person. Okay. Are they willing to do it? Because that'll actually, that's a good barometer to me of their integrity level. Mm-hmm. And a commitment level to what you're trying to do and what you know you guys are actually talking about mm-hmm. and everything. I hear your words, I feel your spirit, but let me see your signature, right? You know, and everything because that supersize everything and everything. What's on paper is what's on paper. You feel me? The next thing is you got to ask yourself this: Do you really need a dang partner? Right. You know, again, uh, uh, you can give someone something without uh giving them a, a stake in your business. And everything, like you might just say, you know, I pay you a certain amount of money. You might just, you know, outsource it or whatever. Do you really need them? Like, you know, they can get. Again, going back to the point I was just saying earlier, a lot of people really don't want. They 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 like the idea of saying I'm a business owner. We can drink some cognac, we can smoke some cigars, but they really don't want to be. They just want a job. They're gonna pay them more money. Mm. I just need a raise. Right. They don't want no damn business. It sounds good, but I just need to get more damn money. I need three more dollars an hour. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, I need, I'm tired of sitting here, you know, working at this, you know, I need, it's being associate manager. I need to be the manager mm-hmm. at McDonald's, you know, so yeah. don't, you know. <laughs> Shout out to McDonald's. I remember just growing up at Rallys, working at Rallys and Chuckles on Bankhead, man. And yeah. just, yeah, yeah. I worked, when they first, when, when, when uh, uh, what's your homeboy, Lavelle Hawkins? And uh, uh-huh. this, he started Chuckles. Okay. He just died okay. about three years ago. Oh, okay, okay. It was a brother, uh, the, uh, Levan Hawkins. Levan Hawkins. Levan Hawkins. And uh, and I met him. I met him, man. Really? Big old dude, man. Big old. I mean, I'm 15 straight out of Bankhead, and he had this big old diamond. Like, he just went to Africa and <laughs> pulled it out of mine. Hey, son. Right. 
Big old dude and everything. I remember him because he was a big dude with a shirt up and all this gray hair. Yeah, <laughs> no. That's for a millionaire hand, I shook. Right. Without knew it was a millionaire and everything. But now, man, just, you know, working there and stuff, I, you know, going back to getting back on the subject, how uh, manipulative businesses could be, whereas, you know, just to give you a title and no money. And that could be, you know, suffice for a lot of people in regards to whatever, you know. I can just, you know, may not even give you a big raise, maybe give you maybe a little bit of money, right. a title, and, and, and double the duty and everything no to do it. Exactly. <laughs> so when you're sitting there looking to ask yourself, you know, about, you know, bringing somebody in as a partner, maybe you just need to get some help. Right. Maybe you just need to change your system or change your process. Do you need to re- really need to bring this person in? You know, you, you might know more people than you, you think you know. Mm-hmm. You might you just need to slow down and kind of look at it, everything and stuff like that. You might just need to get a consultant. Certain things that you might not necessarily need a partner for and everything. You just got to kind of recalibrate like, eh, I do that. And I've been down that road before, whereas I sat there and said to myself, like, I need to bring this person in. And you stop for a minute like, mm. is the pro when you look at the pros and cons is, you know, me giving this person ownership or giving it how we're going to divvy it up and everything, is it uh, is it worth it? Right. Is, is what I'm going to lose worth what I'm going to gain? What I'm gonna gain? Right. You know, just doing that basic cost-benefit analysis when we said and do it uh, uh, with that. Sometimes you say, okay, man, it's going to outweigh it. Because, again, the 20% that I get working with you mm-hmm. may be three times bigger than 100% of me doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. And I know that go over a lot of people's heads, but that little, you know, minor ownership stuff can bring in a lot of dividends, you know, and everything with that. Because, you know, I try to do partnerships buying, uh, 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 not semi-pro, uh, talked to a cat before, a semi-pro women's football team. Okay. You know, about dumb as hell, man. Some stuff. I told you, lab. I got some stories. Right. And just doing it with the guy and everything, I started looking at it. Hell, I had access. I started thinking, I got access to the women. I got access to the money. He just had access to an idea that I had in my head already. So I couldn't really see the whole benefit of everything. Because I'm bringing the money, the women. The, you the, bring the whole Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, Getting everything to the venues and stuff. Wow. Yeah, and everything. He just had a good idea idea with it, with me and everything. We're looking at it. But uh, uh, that idea went quick, man, and everything and stuff like that. But that was something I was thinking about now about 10 years ago. Really? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, semi-pro women's. Uh, you'll be surprised. There are, there, there are leagues here right, in right. Atlanta. Right. There are leagues here in Atlanta. You know, get your team together, reserve it out and everything. You're making some money, but at the end of the day, you know, I can do three or four tax returns and make the same kind of profit. So <laughs> it wasn't stress. that it wasn't that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that kind of money. It's just something well, I say. Remember, say I own a, a pro, a semi-pro football team. A semi-pro ladies football what team. That? Uh, what that is? What, touch football, right? Semi-pro ladies football team, right? No, nah, they hidden. Oh, they hidden. Oh, they hidden. No, nah, they hidden in everything. Oh, okay. But man, that wasn't. Oh, okay. it, it it wasn't that big a thing to sit there and do it and everything. The, the math wasn't working. As well, but I just thought about the guy that I was talking about doing it. You know, you sit there getting talking to him like, "Hey, man, you more of a damn fan than a partner." <laughs> you know, fanboy. Yeah, and you know, that's one of the things you had to kind of just assess with yourself, like, "This really gonna benefit me to do that and everything." Mm-hmm. So I just think about it. you. Ask yourself, do you even really need a partner? Because sometimes we don't give ourselves as much credit we should give ourselves. Right. You know, just like, "Hey, man, you can handle this and stuff." And that shoulder you think you need to lean on, you already got attached to your body. Mm-hmm. You just need to stand up a little, a little straighter, straighter, you know. Hey, some more yak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and you better get through it, mm. you know. Get some cognac, a cigar, and some John Coltrane. Mm. Get you through anything, Get you through anything. Anything. Coltrane. Hey, get you through anything. <laughs> a lot of bad stuff. All right, guys, we're winding down to it. Now we're at number 10, right? And um, this is something we all got to be very proactive with. You know, we kind of, uh, we never like to look at these kind of things, but, you know, all good things must come to an end, and nobody likes to look at what, quote, unquote, they perceive maybe the a negative thing. Mm-hmm. But you got to ask yourself, number 10, which is 
what if it can't work, you know, and everything? What if it can't work? And you got to be sitting there saying to yourself, before you made this, a business partner, could, could me and this person split and everything be amicable, everything could be fair and everything? How could I be able to, if, if things don't work out, could I have contingent things in place where, okay, I won't, it may take me a time to kind of recover and move forward, but I ain't got to just do a whole total recall. Mm -hmm. The whole ship ain't going to sink mm -hmm. with doing it and stuff like that. And it happens a lot of times we see a lot of partnerships that are uh, uh, heavy with a certain kind of branding. The example is, you know, we got Poochin Labs Southern Fried Chicken. No, no, no. Labs Southern Fried Chicken. Right. And laughs the face, lab going that cooking, you know, you know, you know, cook the food, you going there in the lobby, you know, everybody know him, mm -hmm. you know, you ask about how your mama doing, how the baby doing, you taking pictures with everybody, and lab say I want to retire, pooch, you know, cool. But now again, lab been in there. Some days lab cooks, some he don't, but he's just the face. Mm -hmm. I'm the brains. I'm doing all the back office stuff, make sure everything happen, talking to the vendors and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. But once lab leave, even though his part of it was damn near like mayor of the restaurant. <laughs> right, right. He wasn't doing nothing <laughs> operational. Right, right. People choose to leave and don't come back. Because they don't see me in the Yeah, they don't see lab in there no more. Oh, and it okay. happens, that happens a lot when a certain presence move out. Mm -hmm. And people, from a perception standpoint, think there's going to be a drop in oh, quality or whatever. Terrible. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and everything. But it's the standard still may be there, but because of that particular person. And I tell a uh uh, a lot of my business uh, clients, I'm doing consulting with them, the number one way you increase the value of your business is to disassociate yourself with it uh, as much as possible. Again, the number one way to increase the value of your business is to disassociate yourself with it as much as possible. Case in point, when you look at, you know, to, like I said, you know, Lab's Restaurant and everything, it's going to not have the same kind of value as a McDonald's and Burger King right. because they can change hands of ownership five times in one week, mm -hmm. but the system is still there. Right. You don't know who owns that place. True. You have no idea. But the system, the standard, and everything's still there. You're expecting it. Mm -hmm. But Lab leave his place going from there. Right. And a lot of times people just not prepared for that kind of stuff. Like, okay, if this don't work out, we just bump heads, we have different philosophies, things don't go in a certain way. Do I have plans in place for us to part ways where it's not going to be any kind of trauma or anything like that. Right. And people just don't want to think about that because, again, they just feel like, well, I don't want to put bad energy out there. I don't want to jinx it or whatever. No, hell no. You need to cover your tail. Right. You know, and everything. And you would, you would hope your partner had the same thought process. You can't control other people's thoughts mm -hmm. and, and in regards to how they want to do certain things. But that's one that, you know, that's very important. You got to make sure that you're, uh, if it can't work, you know, what do I got in place? Right. Okay. And tonight, again, guys, tonight we've talked about 10 things that you need to ask yourself before you make somebody a business partner. So real quick, I'm going to do a quick rundown on all of them again. The first one is, I see here, book up my notes, is number one, what do you need from a partner? Again, when we talk about what do you need from a partner, we're talking about what things that you lack or what things that you probably need somebody to bring to the table to help kind of balance out you know, your shortcomings and everything like that. What do they need to have? It would probably be the best for you to get somebody identical to you because, again, your guy's going to have, what, the same kind of shortcomings. So, you know, ideally have somebody that's kind of strong in some of your weaker areas, okay? Number two is know your potential partner financial situation. If they got certain debts or bills and stuff hanging over their head, just being transparent. Again, that doesn't mean you got to avoid doing business with them or just being able to run away from them. It's just more so just having an idea of what's going on so you can make plans accordingly. Number three is, uh, what are their expectations on the time involved? Do they think this Sunday they can just do on the weekend, a couple of hours of the day, where you actually need to be damn near living there? What are their expectations? Are you looking at, well, look, I gave you the money, and they think they're going to be a silent partner, where you actually need somebody rowing the boat with you? You got to be straight up with them and you know, find out exactly what do they think their level uh, of time commitment they have to have involved with that. The next one being the fourth one is, is that commitment to it as strong as yours? Or is this something that they're going to be totally enthused with initially? And then all of a sudden, it, you know, the enthusiasm is going to wane out. And whereas, you know, you, you're going side by side at first, and now you feel like you're carrying them. The fifth one is, is that something in your potential partner's family life that may make the business a secondary interest? Do they have issues going on at home? Do they have an ill family member? Do they have 
you know, a, a child or something like that that may make it where, look, I got to go take care of this, this business, but I got to take, you know, you want, again, nobody's saying put the business before that family, but again, when people go into these kind of situations, you want them understanding, you have what you have going on, I have what I have going on, but we've made this commitment, and you got to kind of just do your due diligence and scrutinize that person to make sure they, you know, they have the same commitment that you're going to have with that, you know, it's not going to be anything that can pull them away from that. Number six is how they handle a tough situation. Are they, you know, when things get tough, things get bad, things get terrible. What are they gonna do? They gonna walk off on you? They gonna sit there and complain and whine and fuss and stuff like that? Or they gonna go, you know, back to back with you? Y'all just gonna fight yourself out that corner? You gotta find out, you know, what kind of person you're finna deal with when you got a tough situation. And again, I gave the idea. One of the best things for you to do is kind of watch them from the sideline, see how they handle the current situation. Ask them a couple questions in a roundabout way. How would you handle this? How would you do this, that, and that? Could they be lying to you? Yeah. But, again, if you do a good job, what I feel is the best way, watch them observe how they handle a certain situation. I think they'll give you a good barometer of how they'll be when times get tough, okay? Number seven is, what you know, ask them what question they have for you. What do they want to know from you? What um, uh, Don't be afraid to be uh, uh, get scrutinized. Don't be afraid if they got some kind of skepticism about the stuff that you've uh, told them or things that they've heard be transparent because you want them to be just as open uh, to you as you will be with them you know respect respect that you want to receive respect you got to give to them okay so make sure you ask you know what, what kind of question you have for me number eight is are they willing to put it in right and they're willing to put it in a contract and everything again it's feelings and words and all that stuff is great but we can't argue with uh what's on paper you know again you want to try to keep friendships keep relationships in a good place, we want to kind of be looking at, hey, let's, you know, let's go and put this down in writing. Let's go and make sure this thing is solid. You know, that's how we know it's going to be good forever. Number 10 is asking yourself, do I really even need a partner? Is the shortcomings of things that I think I'm missing, are they really there? Or I just haven't really just showed them or, or had the confidence in myself to put it out there. Uh, it is something that I can outsource or contract out as opposed to bringing a whole partner in that I got to share money with or share equity with what I really don't need it off. It may just be a gig. Or an assignment, you know, and everything like that. So you guys got to kind of ask yourself, do I really even need a partner? And lastly, number 10 is uh, what can I do if it don't work? Can I have some kind of plan B, a contingency plan set in place just in case this thing don't work and everything? You know, can I, can I actually be in a situation with this person where I don't feel like, okay, they'll put me in a position where I can't recover or anything like that? So I think if you – I'm sorry. Let me ask a question about that last one. Uh -huh. Or do you think that maybe, like, how what do I do if it don't work? Is it also a case of, well, it may not work the way I want it to work. Let's see if we can still be partners and try to change the way it might work. You think that's a part of that, too? If they open to it and you got it on paper. Okay. You got to be realistic with it. You know, and still going back into it. Yeah. Because just like you saying, okay, if it don't work, I didn't say it didn't work because of them. Mm -hmm. It might didn't work because of you. Okay. And you got to be prepared for that because <laughs> you – well, I'm just saying because you may want to keep it. That's that's a very good question because your vision may be I like being side. I like being a side hustle. We're keeping it at a low key pace and everything. But they're thinking, you know, we want Mayor Mega. We got franchises in all kind of city. We're gonna go take it global. Like, no, man, I'm just chilling, man. I'm just, I ain't trying to do that. Exactly, exactly. So again, it doesn't necessarily be anything that they did. It may be just something from you. But again. How can you get out of it? How can you do it? Like, man, I just want to keep it this way, man. But you still love what you're doing. But they got a whole different vision where they want to go into. And you got to say to yourself, if this ain't working and stuff, how can we handle it? Right. Yeah, that's a good question. Like I said, I didn't mean it in terms of just something they did. Just it could be something in your vision and everything. But, uh, again, I think if you do ask yourself uh, these ten questions, everything's not going to be applicable to you as far as the ten questions. But I do think a majority of them will in some way, shape, form, or fashion impact the way you could uh, uh impact your question in regards before you get into a partnership with somebody or potential partner rather and everything so i would say you know just kind of go through that little checklist and everything and if you feel comfortable after you've asked, your, asked yourself or them those 10 questions i think you put yourself in a better place in regards to having a partnership or going into business with someone okay again this is mr short dollar hope you i hope you enjoy our first edition of debut of the dollar hour tonight where we talked about 10 questions you ask yourself before you make yourself uh make someone a business partner 
I want to really thank you everybody for tuning in. I had a blast with doing everything. Make sure you're on the lookout for all the courses, the cell phone, and everything I got going on. Look at uh, look in all the details, especially on the YouTube channel, and also go to the the Facebook page where we have everything listed in terms of all the videos, the different links for my business websites, uh, the Facebook groups, the Instagram. All the links are included with everything. So make sure you're subscribing to both the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar. And also the Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter at Majestic Biz or follow me on IG at Deontay underscore 77. And uh, I got a lot of great information I want to put out. Also, before I forget, make sure you join the email list. The email list link is on uh, the YouTube. We also I can send it out a couple times. Make sure you, you, you join that email list so I can keep you guys abreast of what's going on, the different products, the courses, updates, and everything like that. I want you guys to take full advantage we're putting out there i love doing what i'm doing and i want you guys to be on the lookout for everything okay again this is deontay burton aka mr short dollar himself this is the conclusion of our first episode of the dollar hour 10 questions you to ask yourself uh before you make somebody a business partner i appreciate you guys turn uh tuning in love you guys thanks for the support and keep going to the channels we got a lot of good videos coming out soon take care